All right, so let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Monday, August 16th, and we're doing this in 15 minutes so that you know what's moving the markets here this morning. Let's uh, jump right in and uh, see what is happening. So last week, uh, the Dow finished out with a new record high again. The S&P made a new record high. NASDAQ still hanging in there. As you can see recently, uh, the NASDAQ has been slowing down here. So growth stocks have been slowing down. But overall, if we take a look at the Dow here, we will see that we are already up year to date, 16%. I mean, that's not bad at all. Uh, for the S&P, we're up 19% year to date. And for the Nasdaq, we're up 17.5%. So where do we stand this morning? Well, this morning, looking at pre-market action, all three major indices are slightly down. So as you can see, the Dow is down 0.35%. Uh, so is the S&P, uh, S&P 500. E-mini futures are pointing to a lower opening of 0.35 and the Nasdaq is also down. So what is happening today? Well, you know, traders need to focus on something. And today, traders are focusing on China. <laughs> we haven't had that in a while, right? So uh, it's now Chinese economic growth is uh, slowing more than expected. So China's retail sales increased. Let me just take a few notes here because when you see the numbers, it's pretty stunning. So they, uh, the retail sales increased 8.5% year over year, but it was expected to go up by 11.5%. So um, and, and online sales gained 4.4% for the month. That's a lot, but uh, hey, <laughs> this is still below expectations. And this is why right now, well, um, it, it's spilling over to the US markets because there's nothing else. So what are the three main things that markets have been focusing on for the past few months? Let's just talk about this. Number one is the Delta variant. And uh, okay, do we have more coronavirus cases? Yes, we do. Uh, if you take a look here at the uh, at the daily new cases, you see that over the past few months they have been on the rise. And the key question is, how will this impact our economy? Because this is where some people say, well, we have learned to live with this virus and uh, mask mandates are coming back. Uh, I mean, mandatory vaccination in New York is going on right now. I think it's, is it New York State or New York City? I would have to look it up again. But if you want to go into a gym or if you want to do some dining, you have to show proof of vaccination. So anyhow, this is what's going on. One of the concerns is this impacting our economy. Uh, the other thing that is going on, and let's uh, switch over here to uh, an economic calendar, is the Fed, the Fed, the Fed, the Fed. What will the Fed do? Because uh, the key question is, will they slow down their per bond purchases? And uh, there are actually some uh, voices who say, yeah, you know what, we, we should do this. So it's within the Fed because they say, you know what, we, we're doing good. It seems that we have the unemployment under control. It is getting better. It seems that we have inflation under control. So the whole inflation thing seemed to be transitory. And therefore, uh, we need to pay attention to what uh, Fed Chair Powell is saying on Tuesday afternoon when he's speaking. Uh, and also we have the FOMC meeting minutes that are being released on Wednesday. So that's definitely something that traders will pay attention to. So we talked about the two things that traders are focusing on. Number one, 
uh, being the rise in COVID cases, especially with the Delta variant, and I think recently the Lambda variant. Number two, the Fed, what are they going to do? And then, of course, the third thing, we are still in earnings season. And so this week, we have a few retailers uh, reporting this week. So for example, uh, we have Home Depot reporting this week. We have Walmart reporting this week. We have Target reporting this week. We have Lowe's reporting this week, Macy's, just to name a few. And you see, thus far, um, if you just look at what have happening thus far, uh, most of the companies have reported and 87% of the companies that have reported have reported positive earnings per share. So, uh, and, and these were surprises where they beat the estimation. And if this will be the final number as we are winding down earnings season, it will mark the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting positive earnings per share surprises since FactSet, uh, the company that is tracking it, started tracking it in 2008. Wow, 2008, this is uh, what, 13 years ago. So it will be the best in 13 years. So we'll see what the retailers are reporting uh, going back to the calendar, we also, economic calendar, we also have retail sales being reported tomorrow morning on Tuesday. And again, retail sales out of China, the reports there, is what actually sent shares lower today, pointing to a lower opening, we shall see. Hey, let's take a look at a few stocks here that making some moves pre-market, and one of them is being Sonos. Uh, so Sonos, you're pretty sure that you know they make uh, the the speakers here and uh, so this morning they are up a whopping 10 percent trading from 38 to 42 and why is this well uh, an international trade commission judge ruled that google google had infringed on some of the high-end speakers company audio technology patents so what does this mean for google well this ruling could eventually lead to an import ban for some Pixel smartphones and also Nest audio speakers. And I say, really, Google? I mean, why are you infringing on, on patents? I mean, you, you, Google is such a, a powerful company and we're talking here about Alphabet, which is the parent company. As you can see, they're slightly down here this morning, but it isn't, doesn't really impact them thus far. So they're down 0.3%, which is pretty much in line with the markets here. Uh, but big news for Sonos, so making a 10% jump this morning. Uh, let's take a look at a few others. So we have Coinbase. Uh, Coinbase, uh, they are up 1.2%, not really a whole lot, but uh, the recent crypto rally rolls on. So let's take a look at this Bitcoin. Kind of switch to a weekly chart so that you see the full impact here. Uh, so Bitcoin went this massive rise up, trading above 64,000, then trading below 30,000, and now uh, up to what, uh, 47,000. And uh, this is where over the weekend, since uh, Bitcoin and also the other cryptocurrencies have been rallying, uh, the, the overall market value of all cryptocurrencies rose above 2 trillion. And uh, th this is a, an important mark here. And this is why uh, cryptocurrency traders are celebrating this morning that all of the cryptocurrencies are at 2 trillion. Now, I want to show you one thing because I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Ethereum is on the rise. So, I mean, if you haven't heard about cryptocurrencies, there's the two big ones, Bitcoin and Ethereum. And Coinbase recently reported that actually Ethereum trading volume is higher 
than Bitcoin trading volume. And uh, what I want to show you is uh, if we, we can compare actually Ethereum uh, to, to Bitcoin here. Um, let's do this. So now I'm switching back to a daily chart here so that you see what's happening. So uh, the, the, the orange line here, as you can see, the orange line is Bitcoin. So right here and the blue line up here is Ethereum. So as you can see, uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin, uh, let me zoom out a little bit more so that you can see it. I mean, they have been pretty much tracking all along. And then uh, this was in, in May this year, Ethereum basically broke out and uh, surpassing Bitcoin, making new all time highs here. And as you can see, ever since Ethereum held its value slightly better than Bitcoin. So it's just interesting to see that there's a, a shift from uh, Bitcoin, the expensive cryptocurrency here. Let me see if I can just uh, quickly get rid of this. There we go. <laughs> okay. So Bitcoin, the more expensive cryptocurrency at 47,000 Ethereum, a little bit less pricey. Uh, so here at uh, 3,200 trading right now. Well, um, I mean, let's just take a look at the at the bigger picture of what's happening here. And I'm heading over to to Finwiz and uh, I'm looking here at the one week performance. And you see that right now, I, I mean, companies, it, it's a mixed bag. So we have Amazon, for example, down. We have the financial sector down. We have Microsoft up with 1%, Apple up with 2%, Google 1.5%. So usually you can draw a line here and uh, up here you have all the growth stocks and here you have all the value stocks. And as you can see for last week, it has been a pretty mixed bag. And this is what we see when we look at the indices here. So uh, indices, I mean, now yeah, it had a, a winning week here, uh, but especially if we look at NASDAQ, right? We see that uh, the, the market performance over uh, the past couple of weeks, last three weeks actually, it's been uh, just diddling around here, not a whole lot going on. In fact, if you look at the S&P 500, I mean, last week it had some of the narrowest ranges. Uh, let's take a look at a five minute chart on Friday uh, to see what happened here. And uh, you, can, you can look here at the day's range where you see, okay, uh, so the low of the day was uh, 4,460, the high 4,468. So this is an eight point range. And on an index that is trading at 4,468, I mean, this is here, nothing, a super narrow range. So markets are definitely looking for some impulses. Markets want to know, okay, what do we do here going forward? And this were this morning uh, looking at China and uh, opening a little bit lower. Let's actually take a look at a five minute chart of the E-mini futures. So as you can see, this is the E-mini S&P. Uh, when the uh, when the Chinese uh, data was released, this is when we dipped, but uh, pretty much bouncing right back. So we'll see what traders choose to focus on today. Let's take a look at a few individual stocks that have been making headlines recently. So Hood, Robinhood, let's see what is happening there. Switching to a weekly chart. Well, Robinhood Friday, finally on Friday had an update after uh, it, it got hammered after this huge run up, mainly driven by um, by Reddit users, uh, especially the popular forum Wall Street Bets, but also some other forums. And ever since uh, it was trading at above 84, I think it was trading at 85 even, and then uh, pretty much moved down, uh, as you can see, to around 46 here, now bouncing back a little bit. So we'll see what's happening there. Well, just looking at a, at a few popular stocks here, Apple, 
uh, I mean, sitting here close to new all-time highs, AMC bounced back a little bit on Friday, uh, 1.2%. That's really not a big move for AMC. Uh, so the meme stocks are uh, at least seem to have stop the bleeding after they have been moving lower over the past few months. Talking about meme stocks, let's take a look at what GME is doing here right now. Same here, GameStop also uh, has uh, stopped the bleeding a little bit. Uh, BB, Blackberry, same deal. I mean, they all look pretty much the same. Now, um, one of the things that uh, traders are worried about is inflation. And honestly, I haven't looked at lumber prices recently. So uh, let's just take a look at, uh, at lumber futures. Um, I thought it, uh, the symbol was LL. No, it is LBS. So let's take a look at the futures. And as you know, lumber got horribly expensive. I want to switch to a weekly chart. Oh my gosh, it has retraced. Did you know uh, when a few weeks ago in, in May, they made these new all-time highs and we talked about it, that uh, the, the cost for building houses are going up. Uh, I mean, the, the cost for building decks are going up and lumber prices definitely have retreated. So uh, is this inflation transitory as the Fed keeps saying? Well, let's take a look at a few others. Uh, let's also take a look at, at soybean futures here. So I want to uh, look at soybeans uh, S. Okay, so we are retracing here a little bit. Uh, some other corn. Uh, let's actually take a look at ZZ uh, corn futures here. Okay, so it seems that after prices have peaked in my, uh, May that commodities are moving lower. And I think we see the same here on uh, crude oil. If you're quickly switching over to crude oil and see, okay, well, uh, we, we had the peak in May and we are, we are still on weekly charts here. Uh, so in crude oil, it was actually in June when prices peaked, but also retracing here. So the Fed might be right that inflation is transitory and therefore it might be true uh, that uh, we are okay and maybe they will start tapering their bond buying, so scaling it back a little bit. And maybe we'll see interest rising towards the end of next year. Initially, they said it would be 2023. So we'll see, and this is what the markets are waiting for. Hey, hope that you enjoyed this quick update. If you enjoyed it, uh, there will be a few other videos that are popping up here right now, probably here and here. Take a look at these videos, you're gonna enjoy it. And I will see you in the next video. Take care, oh, this afternoon, Coffee with Marcus, and watch these videos. Okay, take care.